Hello, you beautiful people. My name is David Vieira. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie Maderos. Welcome to the Redox Cinema Podcast. Today's episode, guys, we got our first review of the first episode of the video game adaptation, The Last of Us. And before we get into all that, we actually have two very special guests in the house. First one, Joe, Charlie's best friend. How you doing, Joe? Good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's great to have you. We're so excited to get this discussion. The reason why we brought Joe in is because he is a diehard The Last of Us fan. We love the game. Joe loves the game. And he texted Charlie and he was like, guys, I need to get in this episode. And we're really, 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 really happy that he's in this episode. Our next guest is YouTube personality Atlas. He's also a gamer who knows the game really well, who knows the story, who's yes, played sir. it multiple times. And Atlas, Atlas, excuse me, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for the invite. Looking forward to talking about it. Oh my gosh. Guys, what a freaking episode. Wow, it's finally here, right? A video game adaptation that is pretty freaking accurate, yes, right? And absolutely. it's absolutely taking the internet by storm. Twitter's going crazy. The world is going crazy. And before we get into all that, Abe and Charlie, how you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Chilling. We, we, we over here, you know? Yeah. Long day of work, but excited to talk about this because I, I was late to the game, not going to lie. I kind of uh, only saw it last night. I didn't watch it when everybody else was watching it because uh, I had stuff to do. So I missed out on all the hype train and all that, but it, it, it was still, it was really good. Alexa, shut up. Uh, wh- how the hell did the Alexa go <laughs> off in the background? What did I say? <laughs> what did I say that? Uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What about you? Um, I told Alexa to shut up. Uh, I got Ruby like wanting to play every five seconds next to me. She's so. bothering us yeah. right now. She wants to play. So She wants to be on the pod. Auditory. I think that's the part. Yeah. She, you, mm-hmm. you can't play video games and you can't You really watch TV. So <laughs> maybe when you learn. But yeah, I'm vibing. Other than that, I'm, I'm chilling. And I'm excited to talk about a video game adaptation that doesn't suck. So let's do it. Yeah, this this is a hit. So we, far. So yeah, far. so far. So far. We have one episode. First episode. All right, let's okay. chill. All right. all right, but you know, before we get into before we get into all this, um, as you guys know, for the House of the Dragon um, episodes that we covered, we didn't rate um, the each episode, but for this series, we're actually going to be rating each episode. We'll get to the ratings soon, but before we get to the ratings and everything, I want to um, toss this question out to everyone. Um, I want you guys to give me two positives that you liked about the first episode. And maybe one negative if you have one. If you don't, it's okay. A lot of people are saying this is a perfect pilot. You know, they are loving it. They said they have no, they don't care. There's no negatives. But I'll go first. Um, Two positives. Um, Personally, I'm going to say this. This was my favorite pilot episode that I've ever seen in a show. Damn. Wow. Over Lost? Have you ever seen Lost? I actually seen haven't one? seen Lost, oh, but I've man. seen a lot. I've seen a lot of shows, but I'm being like, I'm trying to think of better pilots right now. In terms of good question, pilot episodes, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, Breaking Bad gets better as it as goes. It goes. True. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Breaking Bad gets better as it goes. Joe said that, I, but that was a positive for me. Is that when I finished the show, I was like, I really don't have any negatives. Mm. Um, Neil Druckmann and Craig, they killed it and another positive is the performances um 
from video game to adaptation on the screen. It it feels like it's a reimagining, but the way they did it was just it's something I couldn't even picture, you know. Only the creators could get it right and they got it right. Um I honestly, guys, I don't have a negative. I really don't. And maybe you guys do, but that's saying yeah, a lot, goddamn. Yeah. Right. But I want to start with our guest first. Joe, how do you feel about the show? Two positives, maybe three negatives, whatever. As much as you <laughs> I want. I can't think of three negatives. <laughs> um, I think it was pretty well. I liked how they expand on the story more instead of being one perspective like in the game because you only get really one perspective at a time. Um. Another positive would probably be, again, how Dovey said everyone's performance and how they did. And I can't really think of a negative of how everything went. Right Damn, now. you guys are like bandwagoning this show right now. <laughs> Yo, right, no okay, hater. Yes, okay, okay. No all right. I'm just, all right. Maybe. No, I'm not a hater. I, this is my, one of my favorite games ever, like top maybe, two. Maybe the beginning of the interview when they went back to what was it, 53? 1960. 1963. Three? Yeah. When they went back there, I think that was a little too far. You think so? Yeah. I think, it, like, eh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that scene. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? The, the, the beginning scene where the two together. doctors are talking. Because oh. in the game, it wasn't, it wasn't in the interview. They, they had, like, random news things, outlets talk about a virus, and they don't really explain the virus. They just explain... Yeah, I think we'll get into the specifics of that for the spoiler half of it, but I think that makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah we can talk about that. All right. <laughs> That's really it. Okay. Atlas, what about you, bro? My favorite things, um, I think going into the show, my most anticipated thing was to make sure that they did the characters correctly and that they treated them with respect. I think also for me, you know, doing video games on YouTube and stuff, I was very... I was very adamant that they stayed true to the story and to certain plot points and that the characters were genuine as they were in the game. And I feel like they nailed that completely. Acting, um, script, the way that they shot it, you know, doing similar frames, kept that feeling of the organic culture that the game already created. And this is something I think we should talk about later, but I think paying homage and respect to the IP that came before and not trying to rewrite or um, reimagine something that was already one of the most successful video games of all time. So I think that was really important for me, and I loved that. He mentioned the intro. I actually loved the intro. I loved getting more context as to what um, this entire virus is about. Because like he said, in the game, you get uh, certain notes that you pick up along the journey. There's the um, the credits right after Sarah dies. There's like a a radio broadcast saying something about the fireflies, what's happening with the uh, with the epidemic. So I would say those are my favorite things amongst other things. The only negative that I felt leaving the episode was two things, I would say. First one being the way that the episode ends when Ellie reveals her scar, that she was bit. And at the same time, Joel is attacking the army guy right in the game they really make it a point to pause on the fact that ellie just revealed that she's immune 
And Joel's like taken back. He's like, man, did we get gypped into trafficking a young girl? What the hell's going on? She's infected. Do we kill her? And in the show, they took more time to to really focus in on the perspective of Joel and the journey that he's going on while he's beating up the guy, having flashbacks of his daughter. So that was the only part where I was like, you know, I wish it kind of gave more time to Ellie, but I think at the beginning of episode two, it's all going to be about what do we do? I can't believe this girl's infected. This can't be real. Um, and then the other negative, not negative, but I was a little bit iffy on the score. Wow. Even though I love the score. I love the score from the game. I love the composer. I love everything. But I felt there was times where it could have been more present. And um, I know it's a TV show, but the main theme, although they use the original guitar, that's that, uh, I forget the name of the guitar, the one that he uses to record the actual theme, but they went with more like an acoustic guitar in the main theme. And that kind of nudged me a little bit, but not major negative. Just like if, you mm -hmm. know, if we're looking for something to complain about, that's what I'd say. <laughs> oh yeah. Valid. 100% valid. Charlie. I mean, yeah, I agree with, uh, basically all the points that everyone's made it's it's really well done i thought i was in the game again like yeah. pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah especially in some scenes like when they're driving away trying to escape from everything like the camera is inside of the truck showing the dash and that's what you see in the game because mm -hmm. you're yeah. playing from this perspective of sarah in the beginning mm -hmm. uh so i really like that i can agree with you on a negative with the rushing the ellie being infected thing that, yeah, that was rushed. That was very much rushed. Yeah. It was kind of just like, she's affected. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, there's people coming. We got to go. Boom. Yeah, and then they go into the city, and then there's the yeah. clicker, and it just ends. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I do wish they spent a little bit more time with that, because that's going to play a very big role. Yeah, and I felt and like for casual audiences who don't know anything about the game, like that's a moment to pause and be like, 100%. oh, this girl's, oh, we're trying to save mankind? Yeah. Like this, oh, shit. Boom, go to credits. Yeah. That kind of yeah. made it more about Joel there. Yeah. Uh, I'll touch upon the sound thing you were talking about, the score. Um, I, I see what you're saying, but I was watching it like downstairs in my office. And if you have a Dolby Atmos compatible stuff, that shit hits, bro. Yeah. The sound design on it's this crazy. is incredible. Yeah, the, that's what I heard. Oh my god! I heard listening with headphones, or of course, yes. speaker setup is essential. Which oh I'm my do. god! Oh my god! Night and day. Um, but yeah, I, I, I this show is really good. <laughs> There's not much <laughs> to say. So far, it's great. It's fantastic. You get the same feels that you do in the introduction of the game, uh, with you know the whole, everything that that happens, and. I I'm excited to see how they're going to approach these follow-up episodes to build up towards the end of the game because mm -hmm. I feel like to a point it could get slow and I'm not sure. I'm it's not sure possible, how they're going to approach it. But I think along the journey, not to spoil anything, but it is a very tragic journey. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we there are, are a yeah, lot of in. like, there are a lot of main points throughout that I think will keep us engaged enough to move on to another episode. We I might get so. some fillers as far as like getting more context on certain characters, yeah. which they've talked about. I hope so. Cause 
what are we getting like an hour episode yeah, every have, week or yeah, so? Yeah, and yeah. the game is what like sixty hours, seventy hours. No, 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 no. It's 25, yeah. 25, twenty-five to no thirty way. hours. Really? Yeah, yeah, twenty-ish hours. Yeah. Well, that's still a lot, but but full cinematics, I think. Less than ten. Yeah, it's probably between just yeah. Stitch all the cinematics mm-hmm. together. Okay. So yeah, they have they have just enough to do exactly what they did with the cinematics. Then I mean, are they gonna go over what they did the DLC? Yes, yes, they, they are. Okay. I didn't yeah. hear the left like, behind I DLC. Try to is... Not look up anything about yep. the show because I it just is. wanted to, like my own opinion of how it is like to the game. Are you talking about the, the left, left behind, behind DLC? Oh, the like LED. When you I did not LED. finish playing through that. Oh, it's, you it's guys great. are yeah. y'all ain't ready. I think I got story. up to the the mall story. scene, yeah. Yeah. and that was it. Oh, that's everything after that is, <laughs> is <laughs> good, right? Okay. So good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how I remember that. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Did Abe go yet? Uh, Abe. Did you say your opinions? I don't know. Show sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have negatives yet because I think I need to see how it all plays out. Mm-hmm. Because while I recognize the point about where it ended. I'm all about where it's going to pick up. Yeah. So I think that it's going to depend where it picks up, if that's going to be a negative for me and how well they, they play on how important that sequence was. 100%. I want to take a step back um, for the people who have never played this game and like are like, damn, there's this new HBO show and whatever. Um, this was like one of the like most impactful video games I've ever played like in my life. And Period. I think that everybody in this, like, yep. who's sitting around this table is not in their head. Everyone who's probably played the game would nod their head to that. And I don't think it makes sense for a lot of people because some games you play for gameplay, some, pl- some games you play for story. This one was definitely both. But if I had to say something is like the story is what kept me coming back to the game. Mm-hmm. The story is what kept me always coming back to to see what's happening next and it was like binging a netflix show when you're playing that game right you're like you're just I don't, i'm done with the zomb- i'm killing the zombies whatever like i just want to see what's happening like get to the, the next cutscene i want to see the next cutscene i want to see because i the story will rip your heart out and put it back together a million times and i felt that way again watching the show and that's all i wanted couldn't so agree more that is my positive and i'm i'm super happy about the way it started and i'm just excited to see where it goes I have one more negative. Go ahead. Shut the hell up. Sorry. (laughs) I am nitpicking, but there is a scene where you see a kid like walking uh, and seeing like this post-apocalyptic city. Mm -hmm. CGI's off, bro. That green screen was kind of shit. I'm not going to lie. For an HBO show, it's it's pretty bad. You know why? Why? Because I think they saved it all for the clickers. Yeah, they All that money is going (laughs) to the CGI budget is all on them. All on the zombies. I wouldn't infected. disagree. It, it did look yeah. unnatural. Yeah. There yeah, are some, I can see there are some, some scenes. Yeah. I, some I rewatched it. I rewatched it last night. And yeah, you, you're you 100% valid with what you're saying. There's definitely yeah. some some parts where, like, oh. But. They could have bumped that yeah. budget up just a tiny Yo, they went. For, just a heads up, y'all. They went over budget with this. This is the most expensive production budget ever shot in Canada. Period. <sighs> Period. And they uh, shot what it in else Canada is expensive to save money. Canada, I have no That's what I'm saying. But like, they had to shoot it in Canada to save money, yep. and they went over budget. So I can't even imagine how much money they've already spent on this. Don't quote me, but I think there was something about this season 
was more expensive than the first season of Game of Thrones or something along. Quote, Atlas says this is much more expensive. Most likely, most likely. The reason the reason why is because if you go and watch Game of Thrones season one, you can tell the budget was small. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can. T- yeah. But it's still significant. And every, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. every single person was a no-name actor at that mm-hmm. point. True, true. You have Pedro Pascal on this one, and it's like... You got to pay the man a lot. Mm-hmm. Even so. yeah, even even Bella Ramsey. She's now like she's been in Game of Thrones. She's been there. Right, done exactly. That. Mm-hmm. So she's her known. second HBO like yeah. show. She's not you know. Oh yeah, no, she's she knows what she's, she's doing. She's a name. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Before we get into spoiler talk, I want to start with Abe because you read it, you finished last. But how would you rate this episode, episode one, from what we've gotten? Bro, this is a trap. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, because I think that it's like <laughs> ratings are tough. Man. Ratings are so hard for yeah. the show because to me. Like my rating system might be different than everybody else's, um, but the show made me feel exactly how I wanted to feel watching an adaptation of The Last of Us. So, for that reason, and because I can't myself like nitpick too much, I'm giving this start nine point seven. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's yeah. really high. Nine point seven. God damn. Because <laughs> and 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 the reasons for that are well, and I'll get into this more in the spoiler talk and everything, but. What they did with that first, like, thirty minutes. First thirty minutes. Yeah. For the people who don't know about this game, you're gonna get wrecked. Like you're getting wrecked. Wrecked. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this like show at all, and I watched that, I'd be like, "What the? Like, what the is hell? this the first thirty minutes? Yeah. yeah that's the. It yeah. hits you. And mm-hmm. so that, and then like when they moved on from that, I felt like I was playing the game again. That's all I. That's all I wanted. I'm sure there's little things that I can nitpick when I go back, but mm-hmm. I'm happy, bro. I'm gonna give it a nine point seven. Yeah, it could change, um, but mm-hmm. that's it right now. Uh, Atlas, starting with you again. I was just gonna piggyback off of what you said. What's important about the intro is that for context for people that haven't played the game, mm-hmm. the game picks up right when Sarah falls asleep on the couch and Joel gets home for his birthday. She gives him the watch. So if you thought the show started fast, the game Sarah's dead within ten minutes, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Um, nine seven's a good one. To be honest, I came in here around a nine two, nine point two, nine point three. Not because I see any negatives, but I think there's room for growth. Uh, I don't know if there's room for growth. I just giving a perfect rating's tough, you know, with respect to all the other shows I've seen and pilots that have been fantastic. I think it did everything I wanted it to and more and was phenomenal. I don't want that rating to diminish anything, but I would say about a nine, three, nine, nine, two. Got it. Joe. <clears throat> uh, I would probably have to give it a nine. Flat. Nine. Yes. Why so low, Joseph? Because, <laughs> damn, man, this must be a shit show. <laughs> no, it's not a shit show. I just think it does have room to grow. It has more of a story to tell. I do like how it, again, it explains the story a lot more of the neighbor and, um, why am I blanking on her name? Tess? Yeah. Yeah. Tess. Tess. I don't know why I blanked on her name. Like shows Tess's perspective and Ellie's perspective, but I, I just don't want to give it that high of a score just yet just to see where it goes yeah i mean coming back to the episode after the show's over you're probably gonna we're probably all gonna love it even more Mm -hmm. exactly i would want to watch every episode individually and then at the end binge watch it as a whole and Mm -hmm. see where it goes after that yeah Yeah. that's a good point valid 
because when you play a game, a lot of games you play for a long time, and then you get to a stop point and play again for a long time. Like you can probably play that game in two sittings if you try hard enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. true. That's true. Although I'm been playing The Last of Us Part Two for like a hundred sittings and haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> All you play is Call of Duty. So <laughs> I platinum that medal. It's because, oh, yeah. it's because it's hard. That's why. <laughs> it's not for that me, hard. for me, it's hard. You suck at stealth games. Yeah, no, not well. Yeah, I do. I <laughs> Just play for the story. Much. Play yeah. for the it's story. It's hard. It's hard, and like the bloaters are something else. Oh yeah, but I, that's for a different conversation at a different yeah. time. Uh, okay. These are all good scores. Nine seven, nine two, nine three, nine. What did you give it? I didn't or, give it a rating. Yet. Give it a rating. On you. Did you want to go first? Or did no, you up to you. It's your turn. Oh. Go. <laughs> uh, dude. Okay. So here's the thing. When this, when the the first, when it started at first, it kind of I wasn't very convinced about Pedro Pascal being Joel for some reason. I'm just looking at him. I'm like. Because I'm so used to the the character, like his face, how he looks, like his rugged, his bigger beard, all that stuff. I'm just so used to that that I'm like, he's not Joel, but he sounds like Joel. Yeah. And he's dressed like Joel, but he's not Joel. But then when it came to, I would say when it came to the part where uh, first, like everything happens with Sarah, that's when I was like, okay, he is embodying the emotion of Joel. I can accept him as Joel now. Um so it was, yeah, it was a, a little rocky start for me, but I'm glad that that's over with. I can move on accepting him as as the character now. Um, the, the yeah, I I can't look over those negatives of rushing the whole Ellie being infected thing and the terrible green screen. Um, <laughs> and also, there's something awkward about the way it's shot. In my opinion, there's something feels different. I don't know. It's it's not the typical TV show. Like, uh, I, I don't even know how to... I'll say this about the shots. Like, it, not in the same way that Avatar made me feel like I was in a video game, but it made me feel like I was in a video game again. I think they... And I don't messed, know what that is, but I think they did it on purpose. Well, I think they did, like, a lot of video game type cinematics. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain scenes where the characters come in from both sides of the camera, almost like you're transitioning into gameplay. There was mm-hmm. moments like that with Joel and Tess when they're going into the tunnels. Certain like perspective shots, like the back of the car, that are very like video gamey perspective. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I. So for those reasons, I'm gonna go with like an eight point seven, which is still a high score. It's, it's a great. very high score. It's great. I might revisit this <laughs> and a hater. give it a ten. No, I'm not a hater. <laughs> hater. I'm just pointing out, the, <laughs> just pointing out the, the the small flaws, but it was great. It was a great. Well, it's good to point out the flaws, um, but um, I know you were, you guys are talking about the Ellie situation, and all that stuff. The reason why I was not mad about that is because from the minute, not from the minute, from the minute after we progressed from that from the science talk, this was Joel's episode. Um, after you know, it was completely from his perspective. Sarah was also the main star as well, but this is a episode one is Joel's episode. Yeah, yeah. it's shot from his perspective. Um, definitely, there's points where it, it switches. You know, we get a lot of tests, but that's why I was not upset because I can clearly tell the direct the direction of this episode is for us to first get attached to Joel, mm-hmm. and then as it comes, we'll know Ellie more. Yeah, and their relationship will progress. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was not, I was I didn't really 
um, minded. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a great I thought it was a great direction to do that um, from Neil and Craig. But um, if I would rate this episode, like I said, I really think this is one of the best pilots I've ever seen. And maybe that is just me being biased because I love the story so much. This this game has impacted me. Go ahead and be biased, dog. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, like man. this game has impacted me on so many levels. It's what launched my love for storytelling, my love for mm. making films. Like yeah. th- it's insane how much this game has. This story has been in my life. You know, yeah. it's no, something I, that like I, I will never. If someone says like, "What got you into loving storytelling?" I was like, "Bro." Last of Us, like this is one of my favorite games of all time, and it shows that the medium is everywhere. You know, medium can push in all different genres in all different ways, and that's what it. That's what they did with this. They got a video game and they turned it into a show, and they're bringing in people who don't play video games to watch a show, and they're also loving it. It's like how do you, this is amazing. This is something. This is something we we should celebrate, and I'm so happy because that's what we want. They got the same writers, got good directors. I got good people to come in and work on this. The creators, the creators, um, people who worked on set were fans of the, are fans of the games. Like mm-hmm. everyone was so passionate working on this project. So I, honestly, guys, this is. I know I'm gonna. I want to leave room for growth, but it's a. Nah, say it. It's a. Say it. It's a ten. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a ten. it's a ten. It's a ten. Um, I should have played some applause for that. You, you're kind of making me feel a little guilty. <laughs> <now about my>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a t- like nine five, nine six. If we go back, like Charlie's pointing no changing, out, no changing. like Charlie, Charlie's pointing out the, the the CGI and all that stuff. If we go back to all the pilots that has been made. We will find CGI errors. We will find this. Absolutely. We will find that. But yo, in terms of writing, storytelling, and pushing the story and moving the arcs, this episode is freaking great. I can't even. I saw it twice already, and I'm you just too? like. Yo, this is this is incredible. And I think the reason why this show is also off to a great start is because of Craig Mazin. If you guys don't know who he is, he wrote and directed Chernobyl, which I think is one of the greatest limited series ever made. It's on HBO. If you guys haven't seen it, please, 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 please watch it. It is so freaking good. Um, I think that's why I had so much faith in this is because they brought him in as a writer and also as a director. So I was like, guys... I was very confident in the show before pre-production. When they had announced his name, I was like, this is going to be insane. That's why I, I put a lot of faith yeah. into this project. I didn't get to see Chernobyl. I didn't watch it. I heard it was fantastic. Uh, I was going to watch the pilot before I watched Last of Us to get a kind of mm-hmm. idea for the direction, and but I decided not to. Cause no, I, that's valid. I wanted Last mm-hmm. of Us to be like my first intro to him, but definitely probably tonight or tomorrow I'm going to try get, Chernobyl. It is, it is phenomenal. But y'all... With that being said, we're going to head into spoiler talk and we're going to dive deep into the game versus the show and how this all, the story evolves towards the end. Obviously, we won't spoil the end of the story, but we're just talking about the first episode. But be back, y'all. We now introduce the segment of this episode, Spoiler Time. This section of our episode contains spoilers. Proceed with caution. We are not responsible for crying, complaining, whining, or any other side effect that may result from listening to this segment of the episode. If you believe you or a loved one is in danger of having this movie or show spoiled to you, stop now and immediately book your ticket for the next showing of this film. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, I think first thing I want to bring up is um, the passing of Sarah. Um, as everyone has played this game and... When I was watching that scene and when it was building up to that scene, it, it felt as if I never saw it. 
I was experiencing for the first time again. It's just obviously it's kind of, it's kind of like we knew it was coming, but as it was happening, we're like, oh my god, like she really died, like she's gone. That's how I felt, and I, as you can tell, Abe, I watched it with Abe and his girlfriend. I was bawling my eyes out. We were all crying. We were all like, yeah, I was crying. Too. I was sobbing, and it for me, it felt as if I was seeing her death, not only again, but as I said before, for the first time. Maybe because it was a uh, an adaptation to a TV show. But I don't know if you guys felt that same way as it was building up to it. I just want to get your thoughts on that scene specifically. Um, I agree with you. And here's why I agree with you. Here's why I think it had that effect. Is because in the game, like you guys mentioned, where it starts mm -hmm. is like right when Sarah's on the couch, right? Mm -hmm. And you're basically getting thrown into the deep of it. In this... The showmakers, like, they fake out anybody who's never seen the show because you're sitting there being like, damn, like, this girl, like, she's pretty cool. Like, I see her and her dad have a really interesting relationship. Like, she does her own kind of thing, and she she's super independent. And, like, yeah, I kind of see myself liking this character. And all throughout that, you start seeing, like, the apocalypse, and then she dies. So, like, the person who doesn't know that this show or like anything about the show is expecting this character to be a mainstay and and they die in the first 30 minutes. Damn. So to me, it's like we got so much more background about Sarah right. that it's almost a different character or right. it's like more in depth to this character, which made me feel like I was watching it for the first time and it like it mattered more. And I and it was like a character that I knew already. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have the the feeling of what it was like when that character died the first time when I see in the game and it was sad. But now I'm getting like a more in-depth of a new of this character, which is the same character, and I'm feeling it all over again. And it and it means more because of the backstory. And it's super impressive because if you guys watch the 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 creators uh video uh, BTS after the episode, mm -hmm. their main goal in that first 30 minutes was to get the audience to fall in love with Sarah. Mm -hmm. And that is so hard to do for a character that you have to fall in love, but then in 30 minutes, she's gone. She is the protagonist, right? Her she and Joel, was incredible, like right, incredible. Man. It's she was a statement every time she was on the screen. I thought she carried that role with integrity, and she had like this demeanor to her, like this calmness, but this innocence to her that I think made you want to fall in love with her, and made her feel like, oh well, I hope that she's a hero in this story. Mm -hmm. Tragically, she's really the impetus for the entire plot of the mm -hmm. entire show. Um, yeah, I agree. She was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, she was. And um, Charlie, um, I mean, Joe, you brought up the um, the beginning scene. Yeah. And from my perspective, I honestly loved it. The reason why is because they present to you how dangerous, you know, what we're going to go into. It's giving. It's basically giving you an introduction on what we're about to experience, and that ending line where the doctor says, um, "I forgot, we lose, we lose." Yeah, yeah. he says we lose. As soon as he said that, goosebumps, title card. It's like, damn, chills. <laughs> so I want to understand, like, what what was your perspective into watching that as to why you were not really? I think it was just was a negative for the you. time period. Like, why did you have to set it in like sixty? What I forget what we say. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yes. Sixty-eight. Like, why did you have to set it there? Why couldn't you set it in like a couple months before everything started happening? Mm. Um, I think it was just that. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know how to word it. 
I'm glad. Excuse me, I had a long day. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, I, I kind of listened to the podcast that they promoted in the beginning mm-hmm. of it, and they played that, and I guess that's something that they really wanted to show of how the the vi- not it's a parasite, mm-hmm. how the parasite can affect people, because mm-hmm. you you do lose if that happens, because we don't have anything to fight against it it's a different type of thing mm-hmm. um i don't know what else i loved i loved that scene because i feel like everyone who watched it connected with it immediately and felt like wait we're watching a zombie movie but it's like we can see this playing out mm-hmm. they start talking about climate change and you're like wait that's like kind of like a topic we talk about in the daily Mm -hmm. politics yeah oh this is actually a thing that exists like a history channel actually covered and did an entire this entire topic on an ant who had that same thing and i felt like in that moment it felt real because in other adaptations of zombies and post-apocalyptic worlds it doesn't feel as possible or that it could happen in our lifetime and in that moment i was like Oh shit! And there's yeah. usually never an explanation either. And never an explanation, yeah. like in yeah. the Last of Us game, they didn't yeah. do much of. Mm-hmm. And to have that opening like that made a statement. Mm-hmm. I feel like we walked into the rest of the show being scared. At least I did, mm-hmm. feeling like doom was on the rise. Yeah. I think Just something waiting. about it also coming out after like three years of a pandemic has exactly. something to do yeah, with it. Has it has a, too. Great, a greater impact as so well. So like, yeah, uh, the thing you said about the 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 ant. Yeah, that this type of virus exists, but it only affects ants. Mm-hmm. But like, what if? What if one day it affects what humans? It, what if it got a little warmer? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. he said. Uh-huh. Like that so, is, By the way, it's January. It snowed once, and it already melted the next day yeah. in yeah. Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you're saying in the city in the city where where we're at, you know, in the city where happens in the game. Yeah. Someone at this table within the next ten years is gonna be clicking, and I'm not gonna be around to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one thing I want to say to to that that opening scene is I love the way it worked because if I can compare it to another modern day type of IP, I would compare it to um, A Quiet Place because it's something that happens suddenly and we don't really know what or why or what's going on. We're just kind of thrown into the characters. Mm-hmm. But if you know The Last of Us, the characters are very important, but what's happening around them and like why the the zombies turn into zombies and like trying to find out how to solve that problem you know is, is important so i think going back to like the 1960s and like prefacing that like the world has had some sort of notion that something catastrophic can happen right is important to set up what we're exactly. seeing exactly mm-hmm. and that's that there why there were really... warnings that we had been waiting for this it had been talked yes, about yes and yeah. i think that was important to set it up i just wanted to say that joe and it i also... have something on your mm-hmm. mind one thing now i remember what i wanted to say in that podcast mm-hmm. they said they either wanted to do that interview scene mm-hmm. or they wanted to have copy the thing from that planet earth thing with the the parasite controlling the ant they mm-hmm. wanted to copy that and do that to show the virus coming coming mm-hmm. yeah that that's all i just wanted to oh yeah um in that way that that, sh- that scene was shot too mm-hmm. incredible slowly like first you're getting like a panoramic view of the stage you're seeing behind the camera he's talking you're listening you're like oh this is a dope set i wonder who this guy is and he starts spinning a little game a little knowledge and then all of a sudden the camera closes up mm-hmm. 
and you're getting these tight shots of the interview and you're like oh shit yeah and yeah. one thing you want to point out is the audience yes. in that Silent. in that scene as well at first they're they're, they're they look comfortable yeah. they're there listening to a, a ted talk you know you go to a ted talk and they're like where the school For shits and giggles. Like, this is Fun. a lecture Fun. like okay i'm i'm in i'm in, I'm in a college classroom seminar whatever <laughs> but as they're you know as it starts getting more intense and he, they, he says fungi. When he says fungi, the audience goes, ugh. And then he gets more serious, talking about cordyceps, talking about how it can take control of the mind and all this stuff. And it's not really alive, but it is alive. And then, you, and then it, there's a shot where it just shows the audience. And the audience is, they're like, they're not blinking. They're super tense. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's, re- that's just really good directing to understand, like, the magnitude of what they're talking and right. how big this is Immediate and what we're attention. about to watch. Yeah. Media attention. I love that, man. I think that was an incredible choice. And I think throughout the show, that was really what seems like to be their plan. They took pivotal plot points that existed in the game and put it in the show and then just added context before the scenes happened. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So before we get Sarah on the couch, we get her day. We get the outbreak day, what was happening the morning of. Mm -hmm. Because in the game, when Sarah finds out what's happening... Joel kills the neighbor. She was like, I just saw him this morning. Oh my God, what's going on? We get to see the morning of now. And that happened all throughout the show Mm -hmm. where we're getting the pivotal points that we were expecting and then the context was what they decided to add. In a way, it's it's great show creation, but it's also beautiful fan service because it's like, it's like, all the stuff that is in the game that you don't get to see, we're gonna show it, and it's true to the game, but you just never got to see it in the story, mm-hmm. which I thought it was really, really dope. Yeah. yeah. Um. I also just wanted to go back to the the interview scene at first. Like, I love the concept that um, they created around the fungi, and I love the way that he gives examples of like, well, where do you think we get LSD from? Right. And like how it comes from fungi and how it alters your mind and things like that. That concept to me, in general, like all I want to say is like I think that's dope and like. I feel like the science behind that is honestly like pretty yeah, accurate. So, um, so because I've heard things before about like um, humans and fungi having DNA that's like very closely related. And like people talk about when you eat uh, a mushroom, like what's the taste? It's meaty, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like it has that kind of relation to humans. So exactly. the fact that fungi can like alter the mind in a way that's not just like, oh, it's a recreational drug. No, like it can create an entire other human or entire other being is like nuts to me. So I really like that direction they went in. So uh, I want to stay on that. So the show, as we can tell, is taking a, a very realistic and scientific approach to this whole thing and how the vice works. It did it in the game as well, but I think this is doing it even more accurately to our surroundings and our earth. Um, and one thing I want to point out is that they decided to not include spores um, in the show. And spores was a very, 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 um, it was it was basically the main factor as to how you caught the virus in the video game. Spores was, if you guys don't know what spores is, it's in the air. It's we were literally consuming it looks spores. Looks like the upside down yeah. in Stranger Things. Yeah, like palm but floating through the air. It's basically that we're literally consuming spores right now. It's it's here, but it is very prevalent in the game where there are certain spots where uh, characters in the game would put on a mask to avoid spores because you can clearly see it. But in the show, the the directors and the writers, they decided to not make spores a factor as to how you consume the virus and how the virus comes. Instead, it's tendrils that wrap around you and that come around you and all that stuff, little plants. That's how they explained it in the 
in the in the interview as well. Um, are, do we like that change? Do you think it makes sense, or do you think it should have stayed faithful to the game? Because I know we had some talks about this before the show even aired, but are we liking that change? I personally like the change. I think it makes sense, um, but I know some people were still questioning it and wondering, is that really the right decision? I don't know if anyone's questioning it after the first episode, mm-hmm. to be honest, because I think, well, first of all, it's it was said that they wanted to avoid masks, right? Mm-hmm. And having to put on masks in a bunch of scenes to avoid the spores, and especially once Ellie and Joel's journey begins through the cities, they'd be wearing masks all the time. Yep. And you don't want to watch that. And I think the first, there was two moments that it convinced me was the right decision. The first one being the interview and making it more based on reality and something that could actually happen to us. And the second one was when the grandmother is biting the neck of the person on the ground in the kitchen mm. and you can see like the tendrils coming out of her mouth i was like that's fucking creepy dude. oh that's <laughs> what that was yeah, i was yeah. like i was uh-huh. wondering at first what i thought it was, was hair no, i was like yeah. oh she bit her head she got yeah. hair in her mouth and yeah. then i watched it again today i was like oh you can see it like coming yeah. out I think that was and done, like super subtly so yeah. Yeah. yeah and we're gonna see a lot more of that yeah i think it's gross disgusting <laughs> i think there's an argument to be made for the people who don't love the change and the argument that i made and i think charlie agreed with me with this is like you're making us an adaptation of a science fiction video game and it's like if the logic (laughs) like why are we picking and choosing what logic we can go with you know what i'm saying if it's like the scientific issue i don't think that's a good basis for it but if we're talking about like oh it would just be a lot of time where they're wearing masks and like you audiences might be turned off by that fine I, I i that's fine by me i think that makes sense um but i could see some people who are diehard fanatics of the video game and like loyalists to the video game being like that's stupid why did they just pick mm-hmm. and choose but with that being said i think the direction they're going in is really really great to the point where i can like put it even out of my head about spores right now and exactly just dive into this because they could mm-hmm. the substitution could have been bad right yeah. like the, yeah. the reason that they came up with could have been bad and i you think know that's what we were all waiting for do you know that tendrils and all that stuff was the original yes um, it's in creation it was the original oh, concept of the video yeah oh that's it was crazy. the original concept okay Oh, then the knowing, fans have nothing. knowing that, <laughs> yeah, say, that's crazy. It's yeah. knowing that I can accept designs. it mm-hmm. more because at first I was just like, "Why are they changing it?" It seems like something that's so like simple. If you're gonna complain about, oh, they're wearing masks all the time, just pick and choose moments that there are spores. Mm-hmm. Just don't say that it's in the air all the time, everywhere. Uh, but yeah, now knowing that, I okay, cool. Yeah, it's in the original concept designs for The Last of Us One. And there's also certain audio cues that were recorded for like the in-between scenes when you're looting where Joel mentions the tendrils that wasn't used in the game. So it seemed like they saw the mask issue and were like, okay, how can we still base this on the game and original writing? And I think that's that's the answer that they found. If that's what they did with that, I can't even imagine if they chose to alter other things within the story that were in the original concept as well. But isn't that beautiful? The yeah. respect yeah. and the yeah. willingness to go and look for things that are accurate to the game and to the culture of the game yeah. and not looking to create new reasons and excuses for certain right. decisions along the plot. Like I, th- I, I like that. I like that. It's a, That's a good way to adapt. It's not just creating your own twist on it. You're also taking elements of the entire creative process of the game exactly. within it. Exactly. And even the failures or the toss outs and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and not to go there, but it hasn't even been, 
I don't think more than six months since I don't know if you guys saw, but the Halo TV show, yeah, on Paramount mm-hmm. or was it Paramount? Yeah, it is Paramount. Paramount, Paramount right? Plus, yeah, horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. No so, justice to the original games, nothing, mm-hmm. and to be able to see within six months what a solid, respectful adaptation looks like. I just feel so grateful that we got to experience yeah, this. It's, it's so interesting that you bring up the Halo thing is because I have family members who love the Halo show but never played the game. And they love the show. But and here's my so, thing. It's very interesting. Very interesting. And I wanted to say this. This was something I, I wanted to make sure I said. Was that I think that when you're you're adapting something and you're especially creating it to a film or TV show, and there is um, content to go from and that this isn't a new IP. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that the success of this title came from the original place that it came from, right? Whether it's a book, whether it's a song, whether it's a, uh, a video game. And to pay respect to that and to that culture is what's going to bring you the success. Mm-hmm. I think trying to rewrite it and come up with a new IP when something was already successful is such a disrespect to the fans and to the culture that made this the reason why people know it exists, mm-hmm. right? How are you gonna take the greatest game of all time, Last of Us, or even Halo, that most of us grew up loving, that has great plot points, and think that you can just rewrite it? How are you going to just um, avoid the entire fan base that made this title even something that's recognized? Mm-hmm. Without the game, Halo was nothing. And then when you go to make the TV show, you decide to disregard the entire game. Like, how does that even make any sense? Yeah, that's crazy. And I feel like that's something that needs to happen more in film. Mm-hmm. You can't just avoid the fact that this already exists and try and take it for your own and take the glory. Mm-hmm. I-, I mentioned this too on stream that I don't know if this is a fact, but I'm pretty sure that um, J.K. Rowling had something to do with the beginning of Harry Potter and like the casting and choosing yeah. characters yeah. and making sure that full control and that's that's what you're supposed to do respect the ip that came before you and made it so that you guys are here on set have a budget and are able to create this content and i just have to keep giving my my ode to last of us and hbo for respecting that oh yeah i adding to that the whole respect and everything to the fandom i find it interesting too i just found out today the cast that they chose uh Ellie, Bella Ramsey, and Pedro Pascal did not know anything about this, The Last of Us, yeah, before going into they it. They were instructed to not play the game. Yeah. But they went behind their backs and they watched Walkthrough <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> For them to, like, I don't know, have that trust still mm-hmm. to, you know, trust that they're going to create a accurate portrayal of those characters um, and keep the fans happy by choosing people that don't never knew about the game at all is crazy. You know how you achieve that is by hiring a director who is passionate, loved, played through the whole game. Absolutely. Multiple times. He said in interviews, Mm -hmm. you bring on Neil Druckmann, who's the creator of the game with you on every step, every set design, every character decision, the scripts, the writing, that's how you do it. Because an actor's role is to take their lines take the direction and execute. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know the ins and outs of these characters. Yeah. If they do a bad job, then we know who to blame for the you, most you're, part. You're right. And it, the actor uh, being a fan of 
the adaptation it only goes so far just look at what happened with the witcher because henry cavill is a huge witcher like fan but the huge. writers hate the show the writers hate the, the creators i mean are not, not the show they hate the game i mean they hate they, the game the, and the books the creators are not respecting the game which now led to Henry it has Cavill to be leaving. a team effort yeah everyone has to be all in yeah yeah i think i think this is a larger conversation of like what is the purpose of adapting right like right. Mm -hmm. is your purpose of adapting to make better i think if that's your purpose then you're in it for the wrong thing especially if it's a massively successful ip and something yeah. that people have loved already so i think what you need to do is go in with the intention of enhancing the experience and doing justice to something that you, you're basically just trying to widen widen the the audience excuse me because people have played this game know how great the story is you exactly. don't got to tell them twice how good the story is widen mm -hmm. don't widen start the audience over. all you got to do is bring it to a different medium keep it consistent you're going to change things because narratively for shows they're going to work better than it did in a video game and that's okay as long as you keep to the core of what's hap what's happened in the game you're going to be successful because people love the story. Mm -hmm. That's facts. Don't take yeah. away. Exactly. exactly. Perfectly said. Well, I think it was like the um, Netflix did Resident Evil. They did, yes. And I heard that I didn't watch it. I'm not really a big Resident Evil fan. That they they added so many Easter eggs for the fans that people that don't know the game couldn't really enjoy it. With this, I feel like they added so much new stuff to the show that people that don't know the game can enjoy and it brings more people that play the game to know a little more backstory or feel for the characters more. Mm -hmm. But while doing that, they added respect to the ones that know the story yeah. and that's, it's just finding the balance and they, for real. and they did it perfectly. It, it, I honestly think they did it perfectly. You know, it, it takes, it's hard to adapt something. It's yeah. very hard to adapt, but like you said, it comes down to the script. That's why they told um, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey to not play the game because what's written on the script, that's how you should act. There's definitely script notes. There's everything there that tells background about the story. What's on the script, that's what they should do. That's what they did. But, but th that's what, sorry to mm -hmm. cut you off, but like that's what kind of makes me so interested in like, obviously you said they played the game behind their backs and mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that's very clear because some of the lines are exactly taken from the game and the delivery is exactly from yeah. the game too. Mm -hmm. So they're saying it with the same intonation of the voice, the same There was probably notes expression. on the script as to how they had to do it. But mm -hmm. I and guess. And Neil's but, there on set going, yeah. mm, why don't you say that a little slower? Why don't you yeah. say that with a little more emphasis Possibly, on this word yeah. or whatever? I, I, I think though, like this speaks to the conversation that we're having is like, they don't need to play the game mm -hmm. because the story will speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if actors become good actors because they're able to connect with the story that's in front of them and they're able to find those emotions within that character and they're able to connect with that. So if they read the script without knowing anything about the game and it's consistent with the game, promise you they're not going to need to play the game to feel yeah, the emotion no. they're not gonna an actor to. knows what to do when they're hired that is to yeah. read into Sometimes. the backstory <laughs> yeah the good ones the good ones the ones hbo hired <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell you know I, I think for people that are big fan films or films of fan fan films I said fans of films. fans of films. <laughs> mm -hmm. They know the pieces and the roles that everyone has throughout making a movie. Mm -hmm. And I think for the most part, you can kind of pick up on when things are lacking. You can see certain scenes and go, okay, I don't think it's the acting here. I think it's the writing. I think maybe mm -hmm. the music here was a mistake. This should have been quiet. The directing, the camera, the lens choice. And 
I, I don't think the actors were a problem in this show at all. And I don't think anyone really was. Can I bring up like a small other change that I yeah, noticed? Go ahead. Um, I, curious how you guys feel about Ellie's character. I feel like she's a little bit different than when she was in the game. I feel like she's a little bit more like cutthroat in the show than she is in the game uh, from what I saw so far. She's a little bit more aggressive. In the, be- in, the, in the game, I feel like Ellie's not as aggressive in the beginning. Highly disagree. Highly disagree. Highly disagree. I would I would tell you to go back and, and go back and play the game. It's hard to no, find no, the go game. back and rewatch. And the I was cinematics. saying early, and you guys had mentioned earlier the last time. When was the last time you played Last of Us? Um, I played the second one. The first one. When was the last time you played the first one? The first one I haven't played in a while. I watched your walkthroughs. Yeah, and I've just played the remake because they just did the remaster in September. So it's pretty fresh on my mind. I would disagree. I think Ellie's nasty. I think she is a little bit deeper into the story, not from the get-go like we saw. No, she's more aggressive in the beginning, and then when she starts trusting Joel Mm -hmm. more, that's when she gets. That's when she loosens up. Same thing. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But that's more character development than the the story. Mm -hmm. Story. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Can I say something really quick? I think that why we got that impression is because right now we're seeing some backstory of Ellie that I don't know if we saw in the game right away. Did we see the her trapped and all of that stuff by no. Marlene and all nope. that stuff? Nope. We, didn't. we didn't see that That's in the what game. I'm saying. No, the, fir- the first time that you're introduced to Ellie is um, Joel is taken by Marlene to go do a mission. They walk into the room and Ellie does the same thing, attacks Joel, and then they have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But we never get the, the her sit down with the Mar- with Marlene, stuff yep. like that. No. So so I think that that is giving us more of an impression of, of, of her being like this tough exterior and like, damn, like this girl, she's a young girl, but like- she, She's a hothead. She's a hothead and yeah. she looks like she has been through it. And I think if you put it into perspective her situation, and what is happening with her because like we know now at this point like she potentially could be a cure like she's been infected whatever and like there's really no stress coming from this girls like no. ex- externally right mm-hmm. sure inside there's something going on but like externally to the people there she's showing nothing bro she's like get me from point a to point b yeah. seeing this dude get beaten to death and like barely any re- reaction and it's like you can tell that she is tapped yeah, like she's and something t- else I didn't consider is I wonder how her being immune is affecting her and how she th- sees the world and mm-hmm. how maybe invincible she might feel. Right. The way that she carries herself, she doesn't feel like she has to protect herself as much. She mm-hmm. can be harsh and rash and maybe that is kind of the immaturity, invincibility thing that she's going through as well. Yeah, but I, I think that to me it added up with what was going on in the game. Um, I just think we're seeing more of it now. Yeah. And I think it's a very similar, I, w- I want to, I don't know if you guys want to flip to this topic yet, but I think that we're also getting a lot more of this with Joel and his character and why I was okay with the, with the way that the first episode ended, because I think they're really honing in on the art on Joel's arc of him being a protector, being a father and all of that stuff. And this being kind of the second iteration. I of loved that. the flashback that they did that scene where he attacks the Fedra guard. Like that was, oh, that that worked so well because it shows to the audience, people who haven't seen the game, how much Sarah's death impacted him and mm-hmm. how he doesn't want, he looked, he only he only knew Ellie for a split second. Like he didn't know her a lot. And from that second that he knew her, he was like, I need to protect her. I can't lose her. He was looking at her as like Sarah again already. And, and, and that's, it was and, his second chance. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. He and, saw the flashlight from the scope and was like, 
it's happening again. Yeah. And I think that you can see mm -hmm. from his, like from the beginning of the episode, he's so um, rational. Like every single thing that's happening, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, we're going to do this. Sarah dies. That was like the point where he's screaming, Tommy, help me, which by the way, absolutely ripped my heart out. That, that delivery of that line <laughs> yeah. killed me, bro. Like absolutely killed me. I'm going to start crying right now. <laughs> yeah, up, I got the chills talking yeah. about it. But um, apart from that moment and the moment with Ellie, he's completely rational as a human. Mm -hmm. Like he knows the next step, even when he has to pick up the dead child mm -hmm. and put it, put the body into the, into the fire. Like no reaction. It's just a, it's just the next the means to the end. It's the next step. But when he's there in the in the in the role of a protector, in the pr protecting his daughter, quote unquote, mm -hmm. you see where the 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 flip switches in his head, mm -hmm. and he's going now from like this paternal instinct, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that them honing in on that is really dope. And I can see them doing a lot more character exp exploration in that sort of sense. And we're gonna get some Ellie episodes. They're gonna dig deep into. Yeah you know her background and why she has that tough exterior and maybe some more layers for her so that's why i didn't hate the way this episode ended because i thought that you know they're really playing into the character arcs and they get to spend more time with that because it's a show and yeah, not a game exactly yeah, yeah. and yo yeah you can go ahead um oh you're good yeah, <laughs> no there was oh, one thing i want to bring up with ellie and just the, the slight characterization that we got from this specific scene that i want to bring up that i thought was hilarious that made sense to her character when they're asking her to count to 10 it goes one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Fuck you. Like that scene so alone Ellie. was like, yep. It's so that's Ellie. Ellie. It's that's so what Ellie. like that's what she would do. She talks back. Mm -hmm. She's a hothead. Everything <laughs> you've said. And when you were talking about Joel and that instinct, you could definitely also see it in contrast with Sarah and Tommy when Outbreak Day was happening and they're in the car. Joel's the one making the decisions. No, don't pull over and save those people. No, mm -hmm. keep driving. Turn here. Go this way. He is so quick so quick and i think it's a perfect setup for how we know uh his journey evolves throughout the story and how uh brave and all of those things are and i also wanted to mention um i think maybe this might be a good transition mm -hmm. you asked earlier about some of your some of our favorite scenes and mm -hmm. i think my favorite thing that they did in this show different from the game was how they did the 20 year jump so in the game um sarah dies and then they do the little credits 20 years later and then joel wakes up in his room tess comes in oh i just got jumped this is why i have bruises and then we get that whole plot point mm -hmm. and they go get the battery mm -hmm. but in the show they chose to show the little boy coming into the town finding out that he's sick mm -hmm. and then joel has to take that kid yeah. and dump him into the fire yeah i thought that was just to see how cold he still is after 20 years and to see the job that he's taken up being in there like he's taken any job that he can any money that he can make for rations so he can trade and i thought it was just such a great intro into how things have changed for him crazy drug dealer too bro it's crazy yeah at the end sarah Anything was like i sell i sell drugs hardcore drugs <laughs> so it's funny just to <laughs> see that, that comparison <laughs> and how he's actually now selling hardcore, hardcore drugs <laughs> but um I, I wouldn't dive into that question as well is there an aspect from the show that you liked better compared to the game is there a specific scene or a specific character that you're like oh i like that they're diving into that one for me 
is Tess. I know we only got a little bit of her, and I know we're going to get more of her. Um, But in the video game, it's implied that Tess and Joel have a relationship, an intimate relationship. But in the show, it's showing you, like, yo, they, they have a strong connection, a really strong bond. And I love that they did that because, again, it gives more characterization to Joel and also to Tess for us to fall in love with Tess more. Because compared to the game, we don't get as much as Tess as we want. So I like that aspect. Is there something from you guys that, or even something you like from the game better that you thought they didn't do in the show that you guys can think of at the top of your head? But for me, that was, I really enjoyed Tess's character and the way she was introduced and the impact she has on Joel. Maybe when the car crash happened, when the outbreak first happened, mm -hmm. it felt real, mm -hmm. like, felt elevated yeah. right like, like instead of a, a it, it was you don't see the plane coming in in the game mm -hmm. you just see the car crash it, mm -hmm. it just felt more like something's going down badly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was dramatic as fuck but seeing that yeah. plane crash and then them getting hit by the wheel or whatever yeah. that was crazy <laughs> that was like you know super dramatic but like kind of makes sense you like, can tell like imagine. hbo threw the money at the show. <laughs> we need a plane and we need to blow that shit up <laughs> yeah. no yeah that scene alone joe bringing up was great um and point out again being the camera being in the car was like chef's kiss that's what we wanted mm -hmm. and we got it and you know who else did that really well he mentioned earlier abe mm -hmm. was quiet place yeah quiet place too right in the beginning when she's in the car and everything happens that was that brought me back to that scene yeah i feel like i feel like i'm seeing a lot of um like parallels here i mean of course the 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 type of story is similar with a quiet place but what i love about this and and i wish that sometimes a quiet place was a series is that we can really dive into the characters mm -hmm. and we can really dive into the the backstory of like what the hell's actually going on um but yeah, man, it's like, it was just really super, it's super dope for anybody who played the game to just like see all of it in live action, like with real people. That just felt like a whole, like, it almost felt like all these uh, nerds who loved The Last of Us came together and was like, yo, let's reenact this. And like, let's make it crazy. <laughs> and then like, you get to watch it and it's like, damn, we really did that. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, that's the thing that I'm feeling like, I don't know, like everything that I'm seeing is just, I'm getting good vibes from the show and I'm really hoping that it keeps it up because uh, everything that, I, that I've seen so far, all the choices, I'm, I'm having a hard time know nitpicking so yeah. it's uh mm -hmm. it's just you know good things to come hopefully and specifically with the show um we're seeing that um the show is definitely honing in on the personal relationship and characterization and um and character growth and great character development and infected are kind of are kind of in the background i feel mm -hmm. like that's what's going to happen and the, the focus is joel and ellie and um, I wonder how how do you guys feel about that? Is it is it something that is gonna work well? Because every single time we're in the game, we're always killing infected everywhere we go. But da, da, da. it's like how do you, do you guys feel like they're gonna create a good balance with it, or is it sometimes we're gonna be like hmm, maybe we can add more infected here and add some more action? Because I don't think it's gonna be an action packed series. I think the main focus is Joel and Ellie and getting to. I think it's gonna have to end up being action packed at some point mm -hmm. because for anyone that knows where we're headed, mm -hmm. they have to establish brutality mm -hmm. and intense rage. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and brutal deaths yes. and gore. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be very important, especially for the climax of the season. Mm-hmm. And maybe slightly spoilery, but if you know the games and you know how the story progresses, the infected aren't the only problem. Yeah. And they don't end up necessarily being the main villain of the stories. Yes. And I think that's important. And I think in these upcoming episodes, we're going to be introduced more to the infected. We're going to see the clickers. We're going to see the different versions of them. And they will seem to be like the main focus and the villains. Mm -hmm. And then as the story expands, we'll realize like we do in most post-apocalyptic movies and shows that it's the other survivors. It's Mm -hmm. the other people that are alive. Those are the problems. Mm -hmm. The factions that come, the clans and cults, that's going to be a problem. Yes. I think for me, um, a mark of a good show is when it can strike that balance where I'm entertained, whether or not there is pure action or if it's just pure dialogue. And I think that for me, this show is going to be the same thing. It's going to keep me engaged because of the characters. And I'll tell you how I know is because I played The Last of Us 1. Don't even know how long it took for The Last of Us 2 to come out. And then I played The Last of Us 2. And like, as soon as you see Ellie and Joel in The Last of Us 2, the emotions of that of attachment that you feel to those characters all come rushing back. And it's not because of the infected. It's because of the story. And it's because of the attachment that you feel with those characters. Mm-hmm. So I think there's plenty of room for this show to be able to find a great balance between character development, character relationships, and just pure, straight up, beautiful action. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes Game of Thrones fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what can make this show fire as well. Characters. Characters. Deep character points and plots yep. and overcoming grief and yep. tragedy and trauma. And all of that. the second that it all boils up, you get a crazy action episode that is like crazy to look at. And then you're like, where, where do the dice fall? Where, where mm-hmm. are all the pieces? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening next? And then you realize like, damn, now I need to know what's happening with the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that this show, as long as they stay true to what they have been, what I've seen in the first episode, it's not going to have any issues with no, that. I think f- based on the first episode, I think we can get a good estimate yeah. of how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. And if they were to pay that much respect in the first episode, I can't see them veering far off exactly. of that as, as the story evolves. Mm-hmm. That would be silly. Oh, that's good. Um, Charlie, you've been really quiet. I don't know what's going on with you, but I have a question for you. Do you think it's just to keep comparing every little detail of the show to the game? No. Is it is it just? Yeah, just, you no. know, is there is there is it fair? No. Or do you feel like there is a a place where you draw the line? No, you don't. I like we said before, like there are certain enhancements that they made that actually add to the story. Mm-hmm more backstory on this, more explanation on that, and taking it from original processes of the game, of the creation of the game. So I think that just helps enhance the story. It doesn't have to be an exact copy of what we played. Mm -hmm. I'll be satisfied as long as the essence of the story is still there. And like like, uh, we said before, if they're respecting the characters, the fan base, that's all that matters. I don't think it has to be a complete copy. No. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on there. Yeah. 100% agree. And with the performances of the actors, we all know we only got one episode. I know we're going to get more actors. I know we're going to get more characters. We're going 
get more character development with Joel and Ellie and uh, the portrayal of them as Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. But from the first episode, what actors or characters stood out to you the most that you were like, damn, they were good. I think for me, we only got a little bit of it, but Gabriel Luna as Tommy, I am so excited to see him as Tommy because his voice sounds exactly like exactly him. And he embodies ex- like who Tommy is. It's Even for the split seconds that we got of him, I was like, damn, I'm excited to see Tommy in this show. Exactly the same. Same demeanor, same nuance in his voice in his voice especially in that car sequence on outbreak day you could see how nervous he is every time they pan to him mm-hmm. he's like worried and it's just so accurate to tommy yeah. mm-hmm. i would say him and um sarah's actor oh um nico parker nico parker yeah incredible mm-hmm. she's the pivotal part the point of, yeah. of the story mm-hmm. it all starts with her and if they did that wrong the show doesn't go the way it yeah did. i would say she was definitely the standout performance because if we didn't feel connected to her then everyone else is going to get more context yeah everyone mm-hmm. else is going to get more time on screen she has 30 minutes and you better make it count and she did what a great casting and for you guys uh joe who was a, a standout performance for you or a character you're excited Sarah. more to see? yeah um because again, because what does happen, you only have a limited amount of time with her. But with that time, it's still tugged at your heartstrings with what happened. And one character I want to see more of is probably Tess, just because Tess, yeah, her her story. Uh, it's spoilers. Uh, I just want to see more of Tess and see where her character comes from as if they'll add more to it with the show. Mm-hmm. Valid. Yeah. Charlie, what about you? Um, for me, Ellie was a standout of the mm-hmm. episode. Oh. Um, yeah, I still stand by my comment. I think she's a little bit different <laughs> than in the game. I really do. Mm-hmm. And not to say it's bad. I think, I think it's good. Um, are you liking Bella Ramsey's portrayal so far? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. I, think she's she's doing a great job and yeah for me for me it was it was that also also pedro pascal but um i don't know there's something about ellie's character throughout the game that you almost feel more connected to her than joel at least for me even though you only play as joel for the majority of the game mm-hmm. um so yeah I, i'm just i'm re-watching it again i'm just automatically connected to to ellie and her story um, for me, I, I think everyone, what everybody said is, is, um, facts and I, I definitely resonate with all the points and what people are excited to see. Um, I'm going to sing the praises of the obvious character and that's Joel and Pedro Pascal. And here's the reason, here's the reason why, um, everyone loves the character of Joel and the progression that he has, like yeah. everyone through the game, you see that progression of him as the character written really great in the game. The arc is beautiful. For the, even for the second game, like that arc is also great, and that, how that develops the other characters, beautiful, right? Pedro Pascal, bro, Pedro Pascal is gifted. This man, bro. <laughs> nobody plays a like moody, like brute 
who has a soft side better than Pedro Pascal. Him and Hugh Jackman are the two people. And <laughs> he was the other one that people wanted. Yes. Yeah. Joel. Well, because when you see, and, and this is a complete sidetrack, but when you saw Logan, that's what made you think of The Last of Us because yeah. that mother-daughter, or that son and, uh, sorry, daughter and father relationship or like that kind of dynamic. Yeah. It pointed to Jelly, uh, to Joel and Ellie. God, Jelly. I saw the two. I saw those two being them, right? Them, mm-hmm. yeah. That yeah I was saw. like, damn. If they re, like, if they make cast the two of them for The Last of Us, I wouldn't even be mad. Yeah, like, yeah. If it's a repeat, there mm-hmm. was a lot of people that were concerned about them going in, and I think the yeah. reason I don't point them out, not to you know take away from what they did, but I really wasn't that concerned. No. I felt like I I've, I felt pretty confident. Safe hands. Felt People were confident. more concerned with Bella Ramsey than they were with Pedro Pascal. Because she just doesn't. Oh, I think the reason look, why. Yeah. I think yeah. I think, know, yeah. It's, she it's looks very that. different than Ellie. That's, that's it. Sure. That's, that's right. it. Yeah. I, it could be because The Mandalorian came out, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same concept mm-hmm. as The Last of Us with protecting. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really watch Game of Thrones, so I didn't really know. What's her name? Belly. Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. I, I I don't know Bella's performance, but I do know Joel's from The Mandalorian, and it kind of felt like the same thing. Mm-hmm. She played kind of a similar-ish role. She was a badass. And you know what I'm saying is that she kind of has, like, the resting bitch face going on. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. it might have, you know, swayed yeah. you in a little bit of how harsh she was in the first episode because she, she kind of has that intense eye contact and, like, very abrasive face yeah mm-hmm. but i but i'm gonna say again just to wrap up why pedro pascal there was one point in the episode that i know every single person had chills and i know exactly that point and it's when he has the the, the line tommy help me that delivery bro he's going to have multiple times throughout this entire series where he has deliveries that are like exactly like things from the game or like things that just call right back to it and you're gonna be like, damn, Pedro Pascal really kick, killed that. And you're gonna feel it. And you're gonna, 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 gonna get goosebumps. You're, you're gonna, gonna get cry. Whatever. <laughs> and it's gonna and it's gonna bypass you because it's like, oh, Pedro Pascal, bro. Like this is what we're expecting. But the dude is crazy, bro. He's a crazy actor. And the fact that he's playing Joel is fire. Safe hands. I'm not worried about his him performing at all. I know he's gonna be fire. Oh, he's gonna kill it. And you he know what's an award for this. and you know yep. what's crazy. The Mandalorian premieres as the show yep. is going. Yeah. <laughs> this Crazy. man is getting the nah, bag, bro. Yeah, straight he's up. Getting the this man has a monopoly. And, 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 and he deserves it. He's, he's crazy. The Emmys bro. next year is going to be just him. <laughs> he could get. He can get nominated twice. <laughs> Literally. Twice the same category. Um, all right, y'all. For two different shows. <laughs> Last question. Um, in the show... Um, what elements uh, you hope the story dives deeper into that we didn't get in the game, um, compared from the first episode? Do you do you hope for more? I'm gonna go first. Uh, well, I think they already did it with one thing, mm-hmm. which is going more into the virus and mm-hmm. how um, how it came to be. I am still very curious about how it's attracted or how it's passed on from one person to another. Is it just the bite? Is it touching the blood? Is it obviously it's not air, right, or coughing or spores? So I think it'll be interesting to see more of that. Um, I don't think there's anything really specific that I that I'm hoping that they dive deeper on. Um, I think that the way that they have the show set up based on the first episode, I don't have any worry that they're going to lack on context because I think it's really one of their main missions is keep the pivotal points of the story and add to it. 
expand, give us the before, give us a little bit more deeply into these characters before we do, you know, certain things to them and certain things happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm very confident. I'm very happy. Yes. In a way, you saying that, I just keep th thinking that like The Last of Us is probably like the perfect IP to adapt because it's like there's so much in the world and there's so much additional context that you can give that's not just like stupid fan service or just like Easter eggs that's actually meaningful to the story that it's going to matter to everybody who watches the show that I'm just excited to see where they take it. And I think from the first episode, like you said, it's going to be, you know, damn, we saw this kind of as a as a you know, a cutscene, or we saw this in the game, but now they're actually kind of diving into more of the context of what happened. And, and I'm excited to see that because yeah. it just, it just adds more to the story. And again, it feels like enhancing instead of trying to change what's happening. And I think that's dope. I can't really say what I hope because it's a spoiler, but it has to do with the ending. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Which I kind of mentioned earlier yeah. that I think is going to be important that they establish before we get there. Yeah. Is the bruteness the no i don't want to say too much but there is a brutality aspect when so you, you think about last mm -hmm. of us so you want to see that when you more. think about last of us mm -hmm. not only do you think about the characters in this intensely deep character moments but it is the brutality of a post-apocalyptic world where there are infected humans running around trying to yeah. eat you mm -hmm. and i think that's they set the tone a little bit with that at the end of the first episode with joel destroying that army guy mm -hmm. and if there's any concern at all for me it would be they got to get that right yeah they got to get that right before we get to the end yeah and hbo max that's the only thing that leaves me confident yeah. right it's on hbo mm -hmm. if this shit the shit's on hulu paramount plus we're not getting L. it and that's why yeah. i was so excited i got on hbo because yeah. this is dark this yeah. is a dark yeah. story and it only gets hbo dark. wanted the show too hbo was they were fine for oh it. they would have gone bankrupt to get that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, they were fine for it because they Thank knew God. they knew the potential uh joe what about I you wonder how they're gonna show the struggle because in the game depending on the difficulty you only have a limited amount of supply mm -hmm. you have to figure out if you're going to use this bullet to kill a clicker or if you're going to go stealthy or try to avoid that's it. A really that's a great point. That's a great really point. good that's point. That's a really good yeah. point. <laughs> the, the survival elements yeah. of it yes. and stuff. Building. Uh, crafting. Crafting like weapons from scratch from like just scraps that you find around the mm -hmm. place. I wonder point. how they're going to approach that. We did, see, we did see him use a wrench in the beginning, yep. right? To yeah. beat the, the zombie lady with. Cause, uh, so yeah. Because when I play the game, I do try to be stealthy. But when I get really pissed off at something i'll just go in guns blazing and waste all my ammo and struggle for the rest of the game and there's like rarely any ammo that's yeah. the problem exactly. i'm having Depending in the last the of us that's the that's the problem i'm having in the last of us 2 right now yeah i, <laughs> I and, have no yeah. fucking ammo to kill these <laughs> and that is a major part of the game and i have my uh brother-in-law he's playing it right now the first one for the first time and i keep telling him i'm like bro this game is not forgiving with loot you better fucking loot. You better find your shivs. You better find your ammo or you're screwed. Yep. Yep. And I hope that we feel that tension. Like, Ellie, you got any bullets? No. Well, I don't have anything in there. Okay, let's break this glass. Let's wrap it up in a towel. Let's. This is what we got until we can find like something. Right. 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 Cocktail. I yeah. want to feel that survival <laughs> yeah. aspect uh -huh. of them like clinging so on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And you can already tell that resources are kind of scarce because they need a car battery to get a car running, all that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. most of them it's are part dead. of the game Which, already. That but. is a slight plot change, too, yes, by the way. Is, yes. 
his his journey towards the other side of the country is to get back to, to, Tom, to, Tommy. Uh, to Tommy I'm sorry yeah and in the game it's because of Ellie right and then Joel ends up being a decision that he makes along the journey like okay we should stop and go see Tommy so that was that was nice too I feel like it gave a little bit more justification as mm -hmm. to how the plot was gonna unravel because we're gonna see Tommy again right right yeah well, uh, for me are characters that are coming up um, there's four characters that I'm very excited to see their story play out and how they will be adapted. Um, I can't watch that again. That is <laughs> these characters. I can't uh, watch them. That is his friend, uh, Joel's friend Bill, who lived in that town. Mm -hmm. But he also had a partner, Frank. Mm -hmm. And I know that in the show they're gonna dive into Bill and Frank's relationship more. And I wonder how they're gonna do that. I know I'm excited to see that. And also Henry and Sam. I'm not gonna give spoilers about that, but and I you just, know what's different with Sam, right? Um, what is different with Sam? It made him deaf in the show. Wow, I didn't know that. Really? That's just got, wow. Oh my god, that made Sam deaf. If I can just say something real quick is I've played these games and like things come back to me, but I don't remember like half of the details and even the characters that you guys talk about. Oh my god. It's just vague like Good. memories. Don't, Good. Yeah, 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 don't, yeah. Go don't try and remember. And this is the dope thing for me <laughs> is that I'm getting a first hand like almost as if I'm seeing all of this for the first time. Like memories are gonna keep coming back to me. And I'm gonna love it to go back then to the game and explore, and I think that's gonna be the like freshest way for you. You're in service. the perfect position <laughs> because <laughs> I actually felt a little different seeing Sarah's death scene mm -hmm. when it was unfolding. I had just played in September. I'm I'm building content around it now in January, anticipating the show. So I've seen the scene a lot of times, and while it's happening, although I'm crying, I'm like, I, it was almost like hazy for me. Like I, I'm seeing it happen, and I'm seeing the show at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I had a little bit of a it's like, where's Not the as much of a reset hand, bro. as much like, as you guys. Like, oh, I kind of forgot a little bit so yeah. I get to experience this again. Right. That was my intention. For me, when it was happening, I was like, I just did this. Like, mm -hmm. this is happening again. Right. So it wasn't as fresh to me. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But, Very interesting. And sorry, but Marlene, by the way, the only character from yeah. the, the game yep. that is the same character in the yeah, show. Yeah, that's fire. Mm -hmm. Shout out Marlene because it's the same voice actress and now she's the actress playing the character. Same voice fire. and same character yeah. model. Right, right, right. Yeah, because they built Crazy. the character off of you know her, her face scan her and everything. everything. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's 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 awesome to see. She was and, incredible. Um, all right, I want to before we end, I just want to give some notable differences and some terms that people may not know what it is. But uh, the time period we've talked about it, but in the game, uh, it starts in 2013. That's when Sarah dies, and it uh, jumps 20 years ahead to 2033 show we start in 1968 and then we go to 2003 and then we jump after sarah's death we jump to 2023 so that's where the most um most of the story is going to play out in 2023 uh-oh um <laughs> exactly that's kind of scary and then it's um, getting warm here some in boston ter some, <laughs> some terms some terms that um you guys may not know is fedra which is the federal disaster response agency we're talking about the army guy that's who they are um and firefly they are a revolutionary militia group that seeks to restore a, dem a democratic government who are at war with FEDRA, but they're also a group who are seeking for a cure. So if you guys want more background on that, that's what the terms that I think are notable for you to know while watching the show. Um, but yeah, guys. I have a silly question mm -hmm. before we end. Yeah, go ahead. But what would be your strategy if you were in this sort of scenario to survive? I have to traffic this girl. Yeah. So Shit. be in Joel's in Joel's. Yeah, you're in Joel's shoes. Like, what is your 
or no, don't not even in Joel's shoes. Just you live in this world. Totally. Let's say that Charlie living in this world. Let's say Atlas living in this world. You're you. Okay. This whole scenario is happening in our Earth now. Here, How do you survive? Here's What's your here's the, the 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 confusion thing about it is because. The way the show portrayed it and how we know this happened out of nowhere it mm -hmm. just came and people had no idea no recollection of what was going on like that scene where um joel runs over one of his neighbors mm -hmm. and then his neighbor starts screaming at him joel what are you doing they go up to the neighbor and boom neighbor gets infected mm -hmm. so it's like <laughs> i, I don't like detail. i don't know because we'd either have to be very woke into what's going on and reading all these articles and understanding, like, oh, it's coming, or you have no idea and you just yeah. I mean, with most die. like pandemics or whatever, it just comes out of kind of comes out of nowhere. By the time you realize it, it's too late. That's what exactly. happened with us in uh, with COVID, right? Yeah. Uh, it, little things were sprinkling here and there throughout like December, January, mm -hmm. February, but then it hit March, and all of a sudden everybody's like, yeah, we need to close everything. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it lasted three years. So I feel like, am I going to be an individual who realizes it early? Or it happens, and yeah. I'm the one that gets infected. But I'm what I'm intrigued to is like, what's your first response? Like, stay indoors. Don't go near the city. Don't go near the city. Yeah. Stay indoors. I can't believe that Tommy drove into that town. That is the last yeah. thing you do. If if this shit breaks out today, don't go anywhere near Boston. Don't go near Worcester. Stay in the burbs or get the fuck out. Go to like the mountains in, in Maine or something. You gotta go like where? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta survival near the water. Get a boat. Walking Dead type shit. I can live off fish. Yeah. I feel like my zombie survival guide is like, at first, if it's like immediate danger, I'd probably like try to make my way over to like a Home Depot or some crap like that, where there's just shit that I can grab and kill these. Guns, I feel like wouldn't everyone do that? Guns, food. Maybe. And people, so Bye. maybe Dick Sporting Goods because they have. <laughs> <laughs> my first pri my first priority would be to teach my dog how to not go up to every single person and love them. <laughs> oh, Ruby, um, Ruby, I love you, but you would be dead. You'd be you dead mad you. quick, bro. So Ruby, I'd have to teach you how to do it's that. By the way, the dog in that scene with the grandma just oh. staring at her. Oh, like, that was creepy as hell. That yeah. dog's like, yo, she's not alive. <laughs> that, that is the trope that I'll never get sick of. Is like the dog knows because yeah. dogs always know. They do. They always. Yeah. Yeah, dogs know when something's wrong. Ryder knew with my dad when he got COVID at the yeah. beginning. See, like so they it's know. Like, yeah, For real. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like whimpering. And no, like she. Staring. All right, I'll tell the story barking. real quick. So, my dad was one of the first cases in Massachusetts, and um, he went to take a shower, and he left the door open because usually in our house, if you're sick, leave the door open when you go take a shower because you never know. So my dad left the door open, and he was standing um, at the sink looking in the mirror. Ryder was down the stairs looking up at him and just started barking, but not a bark that's like, oh, she, it's, you know, just a casual dog work. But I mean, like the stress, it was like screaming, like a screaming bark. Mom was like, this is very strange. So my mom goes to Ryder. When she looks up, my dad's about to pass out. So my mom runs up the stairs and catches him before he passes out. Telling you all, dogs, dogs, no, dogs, no, they can smell anything. Anxiety, like days I come home and I'm like, I'm just not feeling it, or like I'm out of it, dude. Ruby will come and just lay yep. down right next to you. My dad got knee surgery; he was out for the longest time, bro. She just right next to him. Right, next. dogs, no. So like, no. that's a real thing that they kept in. <laughs> Man, I would have to teach. I would have to teach Ruby to not uh, talk to strangers. <laughs> They're not a Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah. But I would say this: I don't know what my first reaction would be in how to get out of there. I would just hope to stay alive. But once I'm in like 
the settlements and like where people have to kind of fend for You'd themselves have to form and you have to form yeah. alliances. I think I would be a tra like for my strengths, I'd be like a trader of information mm. and I wouldn't have loyalties to anybody. Damn. Have you watched Survivor? Yeah, I've seen Survivor. <laughs> You're getting seen kicked Survivor. off first. Yeah, but, yeah, good thing they don't vote you off in this, in this scenario. Because I think the thing that you'll notice in the, in the last of us, you notice in the game is like, then you can trust people and you know. Well, that's how Joel was surviving. Right, he's mm -hmm. playing everybody. He's right. just trying to get by, make his money, make his deals. You got to play everybody. You got to play everybody, and it's hard because your humanity kind of goes out the window the more and more you get into, you know, this kind of you know end of time situation, and we'll see that. We'll see that more and more. Yeah, and people are more vulnerable. You could take advantage of them easier. They don't exactly. see it coming. Exactly. So it's crazy, but. Very crazy. I agree. Some food. Joe has a game plan or no? What's your escape plan for a zombie? A Good go in the woods. That's it. <laughs> and build a settlement yeah. there. Because I know how to build things. All you need oh, is a shit. pocket yeah. knife and some mattress. We're going to build mad stuff. Scratch that. I'm staying loyal to Joe. <laughs> Everybody else can fuck off. <laughs> Joe's an electrician. We got the receipts, bro. You ain't staying loyal. <laughs> Joe's an electrician, so he can bring you power from wherever. Saying, you know? yeah. you, people run out of power. <laughs> if it's happening, but you, Joe, where are you at? <laughs> you asked the question, though. And for yeah. me, I said it, weapons, food. But people, like, you need a solid roster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People that add value and don't create problems. You need someone who knows how to build things. You need someone who's good with tech or like creating I don't know whatever somebody with Getting good survival skills hunting all of that yeah 100% yeah that's very true wow guys what a great episode what a great start to the season uh as you can tell we are all excited for the last of us and how the show is going to get played out um but congrats to the entire team working on this show I think it's going to be a hit and i hope it's going to be a hit it, it already is yeah, it's it the second largest show they've put out in the ever. past in the past decade yeah. in the past decade yeah crazy and behind crazy. house of the dragon which is insane and house of the dragon already has yeah a huge following because yeah. of game of thrones yeah. and just to see that and the magnitude of everyone supporting this is incredible um but first i want to thank atlas and joe for coming on thank you for having me i appreciate, I appreciate it very much you guys love you guys it was great to have you guys on the pod you guys are welcome anytime for this for the exact oh, i'd love to come back for the last <laughs> of us one. yeah any you know, if you guys want to come back we're doing this weekly right so this is a weekly episode yeah. so if you guys want to come back 100 percent come back we'd love to have you guys um and we're excited for the next episodes that come every sunday we will be watching uh let us know what you guys thought of it um i just want to give a, a quick tip i heard watch out for episode four i don't know why they just said watch out for episode four. Oh god <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's gonna hurt yeah i heard watch out for episode four but guys Buy tissues <laughs> we appreciate uh, y'all listening um this was again a great discussion and we hope discussion progresses and it gets even deeper and we have you know greater conversations about this show and that the story goes even deeper um compared to the video game and they're doing it well we love you guys see you soon Thank you.